Um, and what he said to me when I, when I laid down this last Sunday, and I was just kind of whispering prayers to him, and all of a sudden I heard him say, I am the door. I am the door. And so what happened earlier this week, um, so he said that to me, and I've been practicing and, and, and spending time with him, but um, I often spend time with him, and I pray in the spirit, and then I'm in the spirit. And when I'm in the spirit, you know, anything can happen, <laughs> whether it's a, a dream, you know, I go into a, like a, a supernatural sleep and a dream happens or a vision. Um, and so what, and, and then sometimes just, I just get filled up. But um, this past, I want to say Monday, yeah, it was Monday, it was the day after um, this had happened. I'm, now I'm like real excited. I'm always excited to get into God's presence. And now I'm like really anticipating. And I went to spend time with him and Jesus <clears throat> I saw myself walking on the water with Jesus, and he was holding my hand. Um, sounds far out there, but I saw it, and I'm, it's like I was watching a movie, and I'm holding his hand, and he's walking on water with me, and he said to me, he said, he said, I've brought you through many storms and many hard times um, holding my hand, right? And then all of a sudden, the water that we are walking on turned to stairs that went to heaven really interesting. Um, and he says, now I'm going to show you things that I have in store for you. And he led me up by those water stairs <laughs> to the throne room. In other words, the Holy of Holies. And this is what God's been talking to me about. He's been talking to me about the Holy of Holies. He's been talking to me about the throne room and the way to get to the throne room, the way to get to the Holy of Holies. And the only way, there is only one way to get to the Holy of Holies, and that's through Jesus, the door. There is only one door to heaven, and his name is Jesus. Amen. Um, and so I'm going to talk to you about that tonight, but the whole point is like, it's not that it's not stuff we don't know, but I think we don't quite have a revelation of how freely we can come into the actual throne room of God and, um, receive from him. So I want to show you from the word tonight. Um, Let's just look at this invitation. So this is apparently what I had done because he says he's walked me through many storms, many hard times. Why? Because I knew the word. The word says, Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, come to me, all of you who are weak and weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. So he wants us to come to him. He wants us to go to him. Okay. Um, where is he? Uh, well, he's with us always, yes, but he's also seated together. We're seated together with Christ in heavenly places. So he wants us to come into his throne, come into his presence. And then in Hebrews 4.16, he says, Therefore, let us come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So when we're going through trials, when we're going through storms, what does he say? He says, come to me. And where is he asking us to come to? He's saying, come boldly to my throne room or come boldly and visit me. Visit my living room. Visit the Holy of Holies because that's where he resides, right? We are a part of this kingdom. Why? If if we're now partakers and a part of the kingdom of God and we're now children of God, why would we be 
pushed out to keep out of a place that is partially ours. You know, I, I often talk about this, like, I'm welcome in my parents' home any time of the day. I have a key. I can walk in and I can eat their food if I want to, right? It's my parents' home, but I'm a partaker. I, I have an inheritance there, right? And so it's the same thing with God. But yet, even as believers, sometimes we think it's there then someday that we can can come into that throne room, but it, it, it's just not so because he welcomes us and he wants us to visit with him on a daily basis, not just like we're, we're praying up to heaven and he hears our prayers. It's like we're in his living room at his feet and he's talking to us one-on-one. -on -one. That's what he wants us to realize. So let us come boldly to the throne room of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace and help in time of need. How can I come to the Holy of Holies? Unless I go through the door, which is Jesus. How can I come to the Lord without being clean except through the door, which is his blood that was shed for me? Why is he the door? He made a way. See, back in the day, they had these curtains. They had these walls up that only the priests could go in and, and, and only if he brought sacrifice and kept his life clean. And then if he accidentally didn't repent of something or didn't get the bloodshed, he would die in that place, the Holy of Holies, in the manifest presence of God. But because we have been given another advocate, because we, Jesus died for all you know, all mankind, and, and he shed his blood, and he stands as the, the one and only priest. He made a way for us to enter into the Holy of Holies and come in and go out and come in and go out on a daily basis and find pasture and receive whatever it is that we need. You're going to see this. David experienced it in Psalms 84. He says, how lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. What's he talking about? How, when did he visit Jesus? When did he, you know, visit God's throne or God's uh, house? He's not talking about a building. He's talking about the house of God. He says, how lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns and faints for the courts of my Lord. Apparently he had experienced it. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home and the swallow a nest for herself where you have <clears throat> her young, a place near your altar. So he's talking about not a house like we are in right now. Lord Almighty, my King and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house and are there and ever praising you. What do we do when we come into his presence with thanksgiving, his courts with praise? And do we only do that in church? We shouldn't. You should do that on a daily basis no matter where you are because you can go into the throne room of God and come in and enter into the throne, enter into God's house, not just the building, into his throne room with praise and thanksgiving. Why? Because you're approaching a king and that's how you approach a king. So when you come in, through the door of Jesus, you enter it by praise and thanksgiving to the king. Amen. 
Hear my prayer, O Lord Almighty. Listen to me, O God of Jacob. Look upon our shield. <clears throat> Look on our shield, O God. Look on us with favor on your anointed one. Better is one day in your courts than the thousands elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. In other words, there's no other place that's better than being in the throne of God, in his dwelling place. That's why Paul said, it's better that I go away. <laughs> you know, he was torn between the two, you know, like it's, and Jesus said, it's better that I go away. But, but Paul was like, I'm torn between the two, whether I should stay or whether I should go, because he knows it's a better place. But we can go there on a daily basis into the throne room of God. The Lord is a sun and a shield and bestows favor and honor, and no good thing does he withhold to those who walk blamelessly. Lord Almighty blesses um, those who walk blamelessly. The Lord Almighty is blessed, is the one who trusts you. So David was experiencing the throne of God. David was experiencing the dwelling place of God, and he was longing to just make that his habitation. He was longing, so he experienced it, and he was longing to just stay there in the Holy of Holies. Um, this has happened a couple times now in the last couple days, which is super funny because God has given me <clears throat> this download um, concerning the Holy of Holies, and um, somebody had a vision of Jesus, not last night, this is another one, um, and as they came into the church this last Sunday, they saw Jesus as the gate coming into the church, and they entered in to the throne room of God. Then last night, again, and now, you know, that may have contributed to the download I received on Sunday afternoon, because I, I got that word on Sunday. But then um, God downloaded the message, and then on Tuesday, I told nobody about my message. On Tuesday, another person came into the room, and um, let's, let's see, let's see. I'll just share it if I have it. Hmm, I didn't put it in here. Anyways, she walks into the room um, for glory culture, and she saw um, us coming in through the door of Jesus and his blood covering us and us being able to just freely come in and receive treasures. And, and really what it, what it is is you receive grace, you receive strength, you receive impartation, you receive your miracle. Whatever it is you need is from him. And we have been given a free um, admission to come in and out of that door through the blood of Jesus and get whatever it is that we need. Come into our Father's house. Come into our Father's house. In John 20. Verses 9 and 10, Jesus says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. And it doesn't stop there. That's, that's what we think. It's Jesus is a ticket to heaven. It does not stop there. Listen to the rest of this. And he will go in and out and find pasture. That is huge. It was not just for one day when the rapture comes and we go to heaven. 
It's no, as soon as you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and his blood is shed for you, you receive his blood shed for you, you now are anointed with that priestly anointing. You now have your sins blotted out and you can go into God's throne room, into his living room, into his dwelling place and find pasture. You can receive whatever it is you need. Then you go ahead and go live your life with the things that you needed. And then as soon as you find yourself depleted again and you need more, you go back in for more. And David started yearning after this, not realizing yet that he could go in and out, in and out. And he experienced God's presence. He experienced God's dwelling place. But he longed for more. And the thing is, is we are in the new covenant. We can have more. He says we can go in and out and find pasture. He's talking about us being able to go into the presence of God, into the holy of holies, why? Because we have a new high priest, Jesus Christ, the door, the one we can enter into the throne room with. And so that's why Jesus is like holding my hand and taking me right up to the throne room because it's through him that I can go to that place. I can sit at the feet of Jesus and God himself. It's not just like a prayer and maybe he heard me and I wonder if he heard me. It's like, no, you're going face to face and you're asking your father God by Jesus, the door holding your hand to receive forgiveness, to receive mercy, to receive grace, to receive strength. No good thing will he withhold to those who are walking uprightly. How? By the blood of Jesus. He is not going to withhold anything. But we should come boldly and approach that throne room. Go in and out and find the pasture. Go in and out and receive those treasures or whatever it is that's in the kingdom. It's ours. And we don't have to wait till one day when the rapture happens. He says, as soon as, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And anyone who comes to the Father through me, anyone who can come to the, anyone can come to the Father through me. I want to read that last scripture again real quick. This is what I was meaning to read. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he'll be saved. And he will go in and out and find pasture. So not only are you going to be saved and you'll go to heaven when the rapture happens, but you'll also be able to go in and out and find pasture. I think a lot of Christianity does not know that second part. I'm just getting a revelation of it myself. That we can go in and out of the throne room of God. I'm not just talking about, oh, I felt God's presence. Like, no, I'm talking about daily sitting at the feet of of Jesus because you can go in because you've got a new high priest and he in fact is the door to heaven. Jesus says it again in John 14 6. I am the way the truth and the life and no one can come to the father except by me. So that's why the gospel is so important because there is no other way as, as, as good works, as many good works as people have. As, you know, uh, I remember preaching, to, uh, ministering to this one man. He was like 80-something years old. He might have been older than that. 92, I think he was. Um, in the mall. <clears throat> and, he, you know, he had never smoked. He had never drank. And he um, never did drugs. And he never committed adultery on his wife. I mean, he was a really good man. He never did any of these things that even some Christians do. 
But he did not know Jesus, the door to heaven, until I told him. He started crying because nobody had ever told him the way to heaven. No one. 92 years of life. Nobody had ever told him. And so I told him, I said, you know, those things that you've done are good. And you're a good man. But Jesus, God, his word says that there is absolutely no way. It's not through good works. It's not through your parents' religion. There's no way to heaven except through the door of Jesus Christ. Unless you receive him and the blood that he shed for you, you cannot, through your own righteousness or your own good deeds, get to heaven. And he received Jesus right there. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 2.18 tells this. For through him, Jesus, we both have access in one spirit to the Father. We've gained access to the Father's house. We've gained access to the holy of holies. We don't have to, um, you know, bring a sacrifice of, of doves or of, of goats for certain sins or of this or that. This place would really stink then. <laughs> we don't have to do that. And we don't have to then have somebody who's supposedly kept their lives clean go and 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 pray for us and, and, and get our sins pardoned for us. We have an advocate, someone who died for all mankind, who shed his blood and became the, the high priest. Amen? <clears throat> Through him we have gained access in one spirit to the Father. Could the invitation be any more clear? I don't think so, and I'm going to show you even more here. Hebrews 9, he's talking all about through his blood and his sacrifice, we now gain access through the door of Jesus Christ to the Holy of Holies, to the throne room of God. He just told, told us in John that he's the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody can come to the Father except through him, except through him shedding his blood as an atonement for your sins. So Hebrews 9, 11, 12 says this, But when Christ appeared as the high priest of the good things to come, he entered through the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with human hands. That is to say, not of this creation or this world, and not through the blood of goats and of calves. No, there was a tabernacle that held the presence of God made of human hands. But he's not even talking about this here. He's talking about, so, so in other words, he's not talking about coming into a church that's presence filled. What he's talking about is going into the real thing. Going in the spirit, gaining access, and going into the throne room of God. It says, not the tabernacle um, of this creation or of this world, not, um, not through the blood of goats and calves, but through Jesus' own blood, he entered the holy place once and for all, having obtained eternal redemption for us. And then in Hebrews 10, 19 through 22, it says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, talking to each one of us, since we have confidence, why? Because of Jesus, the door and the blood he shed, since we have confidence to enter that most holy place 
by the blood of Jesus, by this new and living way, open for us through the curtain that is his body. The curtain, Jesus, the way, is his body that was broken for us. And since we have this great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with sincere hearts and a full assurance that, bring, um, that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled and cleansed us, cleansing us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. All of that happens when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior as the door to heaven. We all could probably agree, yes, I believe that I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and now I'm going to go to heaven when he returns one day. We could all believe that. But the thing is, is what God is saying is so much more than that. We have now gained access to go in and out and find pasture, go in and out and receive grace and mercy and help and obtain whatever it is we need from the throne of God through the atonement, through the blood of Jesus that was shed for us, through the curtain of the body of Jesus that was broken for us. Now that curtain has been tore open, and we can freely go in and out and find pasture through Jesus Christ. He made a way. There was an old way, and it is, it's not good compared to this way. I'm so happy that we live in this day and age. Amen. Now, because of Jesus, the doorway, we can come in and out, and we can receive from him. And the thing is, is we need to really obtain a picture of this because um, God gave us an imagination for some reason. <laughs> and, and when we read, like, we'll just say a children's book, um, they have illustrations there so that kids can imagine and develop this imagination. But for some reason, when we grow old, the pictures are not there. And what, what really we're supposed to be able to do is imagine on our own and have our own picture. So when we read the word, we're supposed to get an imagination of what is, what is this? What is possible? So when we read the word and God says for us to meditate on the word day and night, so when we read the word and we find out that through the blood of Jesus, he's the door. And now because I've received Jesus, the door, I can use that door and I can go in and I can go out and I can receive whatever it is I need by going directly to the Father himself. And then no good thing will he withhold I can go boldly and confidently to the Father himself and receive whatever it is that I need. I love that scripture that says, <clears throat> how much more will your heavenly Father give you good things if you'll just ask? Well, too many of us are trying to ask through through uh, this certain prayer. or and, and, you know, It's good to talk to God, but the thing is, is why pray from outside his house when you can go directly to his feet? Why pray as if you think maybe he heard you and it has to reach this, this level and, and, and go through these clouds and go, you know. Why pray that way when you, you can go say, Lord, I'm just going to go ahead and enter into your presence through the door, into your throne room um, with thanksgiving and praise. I'm going to come boldly. I'm just going to sit at your feet today, Lord. And Lord, today, Lord, there's some things that I need 
Lord, today I'm faced with this challenge, this challenge, this challenge. I ask you today, Father, for supernatural grace and strength because you said in your word I can come boldly and receive grace and strength. And if you ask for it, you'll receive. So when the Lord took me by the hand, talking to me, I've, I've brought you through some things, you know, I, I've strengthened you and I've helped you. And then he takes me to the throne through these water stairs into heaven. And uh, he didn't continue <clears throat> at that moment. And so I went back later that night and I was like, Lord, what was it? You, you were going to tell me some things about what you have in store for me. And he started to talk to me about how I can come into the throne room of God, the Holy of Holies, because he made a way through Jesus. And he said, when I come into the Holy of Holies, and this isn't just for me, but when I come into the Holy of Holies, I'm going to receive the grace, the strength, everything I desire, the, 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 the miracles, the signs, the wonders. I'm going to receive the impartation from directly from the Father that I need to, in order to fulfill what God has for me. So I really can't ask the question, Lord, how do I get this? How do I get that? He, he told me, come into the throne room boldly and just receive directly from me. Why receive? And, and I'm not saying, you know, God uses ministers. But why go and, and, and jump around from minister to minister to minister to minister because they have a certain anointing when you can go yourself directly to the throne room of God and receive an impartation from the actual hand of God? He's the one who gives that person that anointing anyways. Don't stop coming to church. <laughs> but keep going to God, amen. Now because of Jesus, the doorway, we can come in and out and receive from him. I remember about a year or two ago, I would just wake up. I was happy. I don't know if my house was clean. I was just happy that morning, and it was a beautiful day. I think it was a fall day. I love fall. And I, you know, I wake up and just kind of doing my errands and things like that, and then I whipped open the curtains kind of in such a way. I was like, because like they used to slide in my other house. They'd slide open real easy. But right when I did that, I heard the Lord say, it is finished. Real loud, real boldly, it is finished. And I was like, that's in the word. And I ran to my Bible. And, and the Lord was talking about this very thing that he's talking about tonight. This veil has been torn. A whole new way has begun. And because of the blood of Jesus and his body that was broken for us, we can go directly to the throne and the presence of God without a priest or a prophet or a, a man of God trying to hear for you the answers that you need, or trying to release to you the impartation that you need. You can go directly to God yourself. Oh, I got excited, and I spent some time with the Lord that day because I was like, okay, I'm going to come come in. Um, hallelujah. So the moment Jesus laid down his life for us, the veil was torn and his body was broken and we gained access through this door, the only door of Jesus Christ into the throne room, the Holy of Holies. Because of his priesthood. He did this once and for all time. And now we can go freely, in and out, 
of the throne of God and receive that grace, that strength, that impartation, that anointing, whatever it is you need to fulfill what God's called you to do. Amen. Let me say this again. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28, he tells us, come to me, all of you who are weak and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Well, where's he telling us to come? Where's he seated? He's telling us to freely come because we've received the door. Now come. Come spend time with me. Why? Because where we go, when we come boldly into the throne room, we're going to receive impartations of grace, of mercy, of strength, of forgiveness, of healing. Every single thing we need is in that throne room because he's there. And we have free access to come in and go out and find pasture. In Revelations, he says to John, come up here and I will show you things to come. Revelations 4.1, and he says, as I looked, I saw the door standing open in heaven. Jesus. And the same voice I had heard before spoke to me like a trumpet blast. The voice said, come up here and I will show you what, what must happen after this. And, you know, I didn't even realize it. That pretty much when Jesus kept saying, come, I want to show you things to come, that was almost exactly the same thing as Revelations 4. Here's what we need to realize is it takes faith. The word of God in, in its entirety takes faith. You need to believe it to be true in order for it to work for you. If you don't believe what I'm saying, you won't spend time and envision yourself going into the presence of God with thanksgiving and praise. You won't spend time and envision yourself going boldly into that throne room. I encourage you, read the word, find out what the throne room looks like so that you have imagination, so that you can start entering in by faith. Before you realize it, you'll realize that this is for real. The things of the spirit, we're so trained in the natural to see things in a natural perspective, but the things of the spirit are a lot more real than the things of the, na the na natural. This is life is going to fall away. That's the eternity there, is the things of the spirit. So we needed to retrain our mind, retrain our senses to be focused on things above the things of the spirit, not on the things of this earth. So what does that mean? We need to train ourselves to see in the spirit, what God's describing in his word. I can freely go into the throne room of God by the blood of Jesus, and I can freely go out on a daily basis, sit at the Father's feet, and receive mercy, receive grace, receive strength, receive life, receive joy, whatever it is you need. In Hebrews 19, 14, Jesus scolds the disciples and he says, let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to those like these children. What is he talking about? He's talking about it takes a faith like a child. What does a child do? They become uh, involved in a story that they're being read. They become involved and they can imagine it. And actually, they start once they've heard a story, and they've imagined it, now they start pretending to be a pirate. Now they start pretending to be a dog. Now they start pretending to, to play house and, and do this and that. Right? Well, God wants us to imagine 
and act like we're actually at the throne room of God and sit at his feet and worship him as if he's actually in front of us and stop just saying these repetitious prayers. Actually pour out your heart to God as if he is right there in front of you. Actually believe that he hears you when you pray and know that he, when he hears you, you know you have the petitions that you've asked for. There's a lot more faith in a prayer like that than there's one that you just kind of ramble off before you fall off to sleep. So he says, let us come boldly to the throne room. We should get excited every morning, every night when we're going to spend time with him because we're not just going to say some repetitious prayers. Because we now have received the door, the door to heaven, the access to heaven, to God's dwelling place, we can go in and out as often as we want, oh, and find pasture and find the good things that he has in store for us, not just there and then, but here and now. Amen. Hebrews 6, 19 and 20 says, This is the hope we have as an anchor of the soul, a hope both sure and steadfast, and one which enters within the veil where Jesus has entered as a forerunner for us, having become a high priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. He's the forerunner. And through him, by him, we go through that veil. The veil is not just thin, which I've heard before. The veil is torn. There is no barrier between us and the Father God. There is no barrier between us and the kingdom of heaven. There just isn't. The problem is, is we're not looking at things which are unseen. We're looking at things which are seen. But the things that are unseen are eternal. But the things that are seen are going to pass away. So we need to start focusing on things that are unseen, which means we need to start meditating on the word and seeing it as a reality. We need to start entering into this. Come in and out and find pasture. Go into God's presence when you pray. Don't just pray a prayer, but actually envision yourself and see yourself coming to the throne room of God. And then you start praying from a place of faith. Believing that God actually hears you when you pray. We've been given the door, the only way, the truth and the life to which we can go to heaven and receive whatever it is we need on a daily basis. You know, I went to, I'll say I went to heaven. And I was spending time with the Lord. And this is about a month ago. It's that glory culture, actually. And I went to heaven just spending time with the Lord. And all of a sudden I'm there. And I'm in a pasture. <laughs> I'm in the throne of God, and then, and then all of a sudden I was in a field. <clears throat> and my dad met me in that field. 
Now, the Lord spoke to me about some things, and then I said, Lord, is there anything else? And then all of a sudden, I was in this field. And almost immediately after God gave me this message, all of a sudden, my dad greeted me. I'm not making this up. It just happened. I wasn't trying to, to see him or anything like that. It just happened because I went freely through the door of, of, of Jesus. My fellowshipping with Jesus, all of a sudden I'm here, I'm there. And I'm standing there and my dad walks up to me and he said this. Talking about the field and talking about the fact that I'm in heaven with him. And he actually said this. He said, isn't this wonderful? And this is before I received this full revelation. He said, isn't this wonderful? You can come visit anytime. And he said this to me. He said, I didn't know it when I was on earth. To this extent. Like there's, why? Because the spirit of revelation is being released right now. A revelation of God's word. A revelation of what belongs to us. A revelation of, of seeing something that was there all along. By the spirit of revelation, we now look through these glasses that, that show us what it really means. And it's like it can be right in front of us, but it's like we missed it. Yeah, we always knew Jesus was the door. We always knew that we could go to heaven by Jesus. Who, who, the only way that we could be saved is through Jesus. But what we didn't realize is that we now that we are saved, we can go in and out and find pasture. And he said that. He said, I didn't know it then, but isn't this so wonderful that you can come in and visit any time? Now, I believe that just like uh, any vision, <clears throat> you can have like a picture in your mind real quick, boom, real fast. Or you can have a full-on encounter with like an angel's coming to visit you looking like in the flesh. So there's different levels of of encounters and, and, and different levels of vision of seeing. Well, you can start by just, picturing it, and by faith going in and kneeling before the throne room of God, and just trusting that God's word's true, and talking to him as if you're sitting at his feet, because you are. Now today, this is the sad thing, today I had a vision of the throne room of God while I was praying, and there was a curtain. So here's the throne of God, it's real big. <clears throat> very bright, lots of gold. But then there was like a curtain on back, but the curtain was open. And I saw specific believers, I, I'm not going to name names, but I saw believers standing back and behind the curtain and peeking past the curtain into the throne room. And it's kind of like I knew they're hesitant. These are the things that came to me. They're hesitant to come in. They're worried that if they come in, they're not worthy. They're worried about God exposing their sin. They're afraid because, the, you know, sin hides in the darkness. And in God, there's no darkness at all. So light's going to be shed. Or, and they're also worried, like, tonight you might be hearing this message, and is this for real? So they stand back, and they just peek in from afar, never fully experiencing 
what has been given to us, that curtain is open. Anybody could have come in. Any one of them who have received Jesus, who have received this open door, this veil, this curtain that was torn open, any one of them could have come in and received whatever it was that they needed. But they stand back, whether it's hesitation that it's not real. It's the word, people. There's nothing to hesitate about. God spoke it, and he says he will make it good. He will watch over his word, and he'll perform it. If you'll act on God's word and come boldly, where do you think the throne room is when when he says that? It's in heaven. How are you going to go there? In the spirit. See it with the eye of faith. Look at the things that are not seen. How do you do that? With your imagination at first. Then suddenly things like what happened to me where I'm in heaven and it's just happening to me. And we can grow in this from glory to glory. We, but, but the thing is, is it's already open. You don't have to earn your way into heaven. If you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he has cleansed you. Now, if we mess up, just fess up. Come into that throne room and you'll receive the mercy and the forgiveness that you need. Just wash your hands. Cleanse yourself from unrighteousness through the blood of Jesus. And just go ahead. The curtain's open. Come on into the Father's living room. And receive whatever it is you need. Don't stand back. It was almost like this, this sanctuary, only it wasn't clear. It was like a big, um, big, thick red curtain, like a velvety curtain. And people were just peeking past it. Just, just a few were up here in the throne room of God. And we're not talking about church service here. We're talking about you going in to the presence and, and in to heaven and, and, and sitting in God's dwelling place. That invitation is out there for you and I. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is real because God said it. I think that the main scripture that really stuck out to me was John 29 and 10. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Wouldn't you think that if it was about when we one day go to heaven, that we would just want to stay there. we just stay there. No, he's talking about the here and now, us being able to go and visit, like my dad said, in heaven. Come visit any time. Go visit Pastor Ted. <laughs> Say hello. <laughs> Tell him I said hi <laughs> when you see him up there. I guarantee you, you're going to get greeted by some people. I don't choose. It's not like I'm going there with a purpose to, to find somebody. You're going there to worship at the feet of Jesus and then he speaks to you or imparts to you or shows you some things or allows some things like that encounter I had. I believe it was just the message that the Lord was trying to get across to me and he allowed my dad to be the one to tell me. I didn't know it, but you can visit anytime. Well, unless you set your hand to it, it won't be blessed. So when, I know you're all praying people. I know that you spend time with God. So next time you go to do that, rather than just doing what you regularly do, 
get this passage out. John 20, 9 and 10. And meditate on it. John 10, 9 and 10. Sorry. So sorry. Get that passage out and meditate on it. And then go into that throne room. Then start talking to the Father. And see him with the eye of faith. Hallelujah. Praise God. I hope that encourages you. I hope that lifts your faith so that when you go into prayer with the Lord that you're, you're going somewhere with it. You're not just praying randomly from your living room or your car. You're actually seated with Christ in heavenly places talking to the Father yourself. Isn't that good? Hallelujah.